so it's called I'm All Ears. Yep. Yeah, it's on now. Yep. Uh, testing out the sound. <laughs> the guest needs to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a bit like what Josh Earl does. He asks you to tell... tell uh... Oh, okay, mate. None of my ideas are original. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Hey, it's Solo here. We recorded this episode back in December, so since then, Mallrat, her song um, Charlie, uh, came third in the Hottest 100, and she's announced a massive Australian tour. We had a couple of technical difficulties uh, in in this episode, but you know, I'll just hand it over to Ben in the studio. Here you go, man. Welcome to another episode of I'm All Ears with yeah. uh, Ben Solo Soul and Aaron Gutsen. Oh, you're recording it. <laughs> yeah, I just press record, man. Okay. Uh, I was mucking around with the batteries and I just needed to test it. <laughs> um, we're back for another episode, mate. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're here. It, uh, the last one was so good that we've <laughs> decided not to quit. Yeah. How good is this? Um, we've got another guest. Yeah. Uh, this is a special guest. Uh Musician Mallrat. Hello. Uh, we discussed earlier, we're going to refer to you by your real name. Is that all right, Grace? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. Uh, thank no, you thanks heaps for coming, yeah. Yeah, thank you for coming to thank my studio me. apartment. Um, i got to get this out of the way. I'm uh, dangerously hungover today. Uh, <laughs> um, Very professional operation here at Amal Oh, is. my God. <laughs> so good. Uh, just really rolling with the punches today. Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, you are like a big deal. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This, you're the most famous person to be at this house. Oh, oh come! On. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Gotsy. Second most famous. Bloody hell! I'm gonna bloody yeah. Sorry, I'm getting the roasts out early. Yeah, I'm gonna contact my union. My union. Bro. Do we even have a union? I don't know. I don't think comedians have a union. No, do do musicians? I don't think we have a union either. It's dangerously unregulated. Yeah. It's like the union is just random, like yeah, pedestrian junkie. <laughs> <laughs> Music feeds. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then even then it just depends on who yeah. adverts. Anyway, I'm digging a hole in. <laughs> um, yeah. I've burned a lot of bridges, so... <laughs> Let's burn a few more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's put... Gosh, that's actually... Pedestrian junkie on the chopping block. reference at the moment. Sorry, I didn't mean... <laughs> edit that out later. Um, <laughs> no, um, I was telling Ben uh, that we have a very uh, loose, um, what would you call it? Acquaintances? We run, in, <laughs> run into each other. Yeah, how, how do you uh, know each other? <laughs> I would like to online. call it a friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Very online friendship. That's We're in a lot of meme groups together, basically, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember which one, but... Uh, it started with... Oh, that, oh don't give away that. <laughs> no. Is that a... Is yeah. That yeah. I think We're, that's how I, I kind of first met you. But well. bleep Look, out all, all the names of the groups, because they're very, <laughs> yeah. very, very special. Yeah. There's and a lot of... Um, what do you, I'm not very techy, but there's a lot of what would you call using up the internet. A lot of megabytes used. <laughs> That's a lot how of you, how your friendship's been born. Yeah, megabytes. A lot of dots and I don't know what it is. Gigabytes <laughs> used for memes and and crappy groups and yeah. I shouldn't say crappy, but yeah, no, it's cool. And uh, because we do have a lot of spare time, don't we? Um, and and there's been a few other funny ones we're in as well. I think there's like. Is it what's that one that's like the fake um Oh fake non-specific office? networking. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, Sue in HR wants to see <laughs> us about uh proactive you know, just using <laughs> words like proactive and 
we got a lot of spare time is what I'm trying to say, us, <laughs> us artists. But, and also, um, so when we first moved to Melbourne, I took my daughters along when you were performing at St Kilda. Do you remember yeah. that? St Kilda Fest. That was really exciting because I, I like to show my daughters uh, strong female role models. So, um, That's great. Sorry if that's a heavy burden. <laughs> if, are you into the whole girl power movement? But that's uh, so nice. Wait, that makes me sound like the Spice Girls. <laughs> I'm into the Spice Girls. Um, yeah, and also um, recently, um, last few months, I think it was in um, Perth. Do you remember that? Yes. You you drove past me. I was standing on the street. And then you message me and we're like, is that you on the street? (laughs) (laughs) So like coincidence, we're like both in Perth at the same time. And then you snuck me into, I hope no one's listening from Virgin, you snuck me into the (laughs) Virgin Lounge, which is so awesome. I was like, because I had ages until my flight and yours went. (laughs) (laughs) And and I I had several, yeah, I was going to say I had several plates of food. So, yeah, I, I made very good use of that. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure anytime. That didn't get you cancelled from the Virgin Lounge? No, no, no. They, 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 they love me. They just thought I was one of the, um, like, mining FIFOs. Like, <laughs> so it pays to always wear high-vis. <laughs> no, I wasn't wearing high-vis. Um, but, yeah, so I think what I'm trying to say is we're not, <laughs> we're not actual mates, but we're mates via... I very think, roundabout I think way. In this day and age, that's friendship. That's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, well, you're flat out, so your your actual mates probably barely see you, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> we were just discussing uh, before this went to air. To uh, about, can you tell us about where you're actually based? I am from Brisbane, but I live in between Melbourne and LA in America. Cool. And yeah. what the two arts capitals of the world? <laughs> People are always talking about well, Melbourne, LA. The, oh, I should say the the Southern Hemisphere entertainment <laughs> capital and the Northern Hemisphere one. Yeah. Um, and is that like it's better opportunities in LA for music and stuff like that? Is that the reason? Yeah, why? Australia. I just feel like I have done. I've ticked most of the boxes off here. Yeah. Cool. And I really want to start writing and producing for like pop artists as well as doing my own stuff and LA is kind of the place to be for that because it like I guess it's like almost like following in the footsteps of like Sia was like writing a lot of big pop hits yeah artists before her own career like you know broke out I would love to have like both the (laughs) the solo revealing himself as a a real pop dog here yeah man I'm all about the music oh mate I grew up with the hit machine I used to borrow from my sister like 100% hits (laughs) compilation I love it um, so good. So that's the kind of proud. Yeah. That's my motto. That's the kind of career you'd like to kind of model yourself yeah, on. Yeah, I want to be able to do my own stuff and write for other people. Yeah, and so all your stuff is like you write it yourself. And mm-hmm. do, do you do the beats and stuff as well? Or Yeah, you- I not all of them. I usually co-produce things, but now I'm like I'm working on my album now and my goal is to produce it all um, or at least most of it. That's so cool. That's Thank so you. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. We just 
We just talk about dicks and stuff. <laughs> we get we get musos. I was going to say we're going to get hopefully get the few musos in here and well, yeah. but it's like I guess it's becoming more common. Like people writing their own stuff, and I guess back in the day it wasn't as such a big issue in pop music. Like no one really cared who wrote yeah. it. But you can really tell with like artists that write their own music. It's just that bit better. Yeah. Yeah. That's I the- feel like you get to. It's a lot easier now to feel like you know an artist mm. with social media and. Uh, I guess that kind of leaves them no choice but to be a bit more honest with their <laughs> songwriting. And um, it seems like like um, people can be a lot more vulnerable, open up now, whereas like previously it was like pop star. The, it, it kind of equaled. You were like a perfect person. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like what I was trying to say. Super glossy and manufactured. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually quite an exciting time. Like obviously there's always going to be the, the haters, the like, yeah, it was better back in the day, but <laughs> they're gronks. I'm here to, if any haters are listening, you're a gronk, okay? Thank you. That's the message I'm sending. But um, no, it's exciting. There's like so what if much. we rename the podcast No Gronks yeah. instead of I'm All Ears? What do you reckon? Oh, <laughs> uh, give it a... You're already trying to change the title too much, <laughs> mate. No faith in this pod or anything. No, nah, nah, that's that's awesome. Um, yeah, well, like, I, I want to... I was like trying to word this correctly. I wanted to say, like, I hope things go well that you're in LA more. Nothing against Australia, but <laughs> but also we'd love to see you here. So yeah, thank you. I think I stuffed that up. I'm just trying no. to say, I hope things go well. But um, yeah. But then like, so how do you think? Um, because when you say that, people can misinterpret it as like kind of um diss in australia but it's purely just simple facts of like population stuff isn't it australia is so much smaller yeah but also like but how do you feel there's there's like qu- quite a few festivals and stuff and it's it's going not too bad at the moment mm. Australia the circuit what do you what do you think about that yeah it's so good well i feel like even if i completely lived in america i'd still be back here like probably every month for a festival or yeah. a show or something like at the moment i'm i'm doing shows like every couple weeks at least so it's like i'm always gonna yeah. spend a lot of time in australia and i love a, playing shows here yeah because in, in australia we always talk about per capita have you heard that with like olympics they're like <laughs> we've got a bronze but per capita we don't, you know <laughs> and, I, and I, but i but i feel the same with music fest and stuff like i was at this one in um shout out to my hometown ballarat well, it was not hometown it's where i live now okay so, <laughs> but anyway there was a festival there like a couple months ago spilt milk and it was awesome it was like in comparison, I'm like, this is a tiny town and we've got this cool thing on. And, you know, like, Groove and the Moose and all those. Like, that's what I mean by per capita. To have, to, for these fests to be in these tiny towns and get quite a lot of people out, like, that's pretty cool. It's so awesome. And also it's usually more fun for the artists playing those sorts of areas because it's like, especially, like, Tasmania is the best example I can think of. Like, even though it's a capital city, like, they barely, well, Hobart, I mean, even though Hobart's a capital city, barely there are like two festivals there there's the falls at the end of the year and there's grass is greener and this is the last year for grass is greener so they get two festivals barely any artists tour it because it's just like not really worth the money but the crowds there are so fun like yeah. really like every show i've played there has been one of my favorites so it's like so rewarding when you do get the chance to go yeah i've been to a few now and it's so like it's pretty cool because it's like all these different styles on all different stages and everyone's like mingling 
Like, you know, like rap and rock used to fight and now it's coming together. <laughs> no, I'm marking around. Um, yeah, that, that's awesome about it. Like, uh, uh, going down to Tassie, like, I, I used to play in this band years ago and whenever we went to Tassie, it was always the most fun shows. Like, I just... You just get the, like, I guess it's like the non-jaded thing of people there. Like, they're yeah. just so stoked for you to be there and to play. Like, it's so much fun. Um, what was the last thing you did down in Tassie? Did you do any of the festivals down there? We did Dark Mofo earlier oh, in awesome. the year. Yeah. That was really fun. Mm. That was really, really cool. It was just cool walking around at night because there was so much happening. Did you get into the any of the satanic side of things? Or? Nah, that's not really my vibe. I didn't see no. that. No, um, what are they called? Widgie boards? <laughs> not well, for me. I, that word's always confusing in my head because the spelling is so different, isn't it? Like. O- it's like O U I J A. And then once you read it, and then you're like, you know, it sounds, it's said like Ouija, but then you're like, that doesn't sound right. Like, <laughs> Damn you, spelling words. <laughs> Get me all confused. Um, anyway, I'm sorry to hide. So um, here at here at I'm All Ears, it's quite a tradition of ours to sort of. Um, Get the guests, delve right into the guests' sort of background. That sounds scary, but don't don't be freaked out. What we're talking <laughs> about is um, growing up and your journey. You know, that's so. Uh, if you'd like to talk a bit about that, we, we're just wondering, like, um, can you remember any kind of like when when the seeds were planted that that you may become a performer? Like, were there any like? talent quests when you're young, that sort of thing you can tell us about? Yes. Well, I, my parents always made me do the school choirs, which I didn't enjoy. I really didn't like it, but, um, I did that. So I think that probably helped with my confidence, but I definitely did a few school talent quests. There was one on year four or maybe year six camp and I sung, um, Forever Young oh. <laughs> from those. It was like the OC. That's awesome. Oh, no, you, you no, no. It wasn't. And I, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but actually now that I rem- think about it, it wasn't Forever Young. It was the OC theme song. It was California. Oh, cool. Yeah. And by Phantom Planet. Yeah, by Phantom Planet. And be- I just did it a cappella, and I won a bucket of M&M's. So that was oh, definitely. Peanut getting- or chalk. Yeah. So here's where the podcast recorder died because I forgot to buy new batteries. We never end up finding out what kind of M&M's uh, Morat likes. Just one of the I'm all ears mysteries for the ages. All right, let's get back in. Sorry, I (laughs) fucked the batteries. Uh, I just had to change those. Uh, We were talking about... um, I think the talent quest. Yes. So you told us you're a big fan of... uh, The OC soundtrack is my favourite thing ever. And Uh, I was just saying, like, the most vivid talent quest experience that I have is um, at grade six camp, Mm. I sung a cappella, California, from the, the OC you know, the OC theme song and won a bucket of M&M's. Mm. Was, there, was, there, um, was there ever like, was there a feeling during that of like, this is what I want to do or did that come kind of later on? I think it was just like, I, I think the feeling was I know I'm an okay singer and it would be really cool to um, have, win a bucket of M&M's. Yeah. <laughs> that, and, yeah. It's a good that would be my moment when, yeah. when, you, when I eat all the M&M's like, <laughs> This is I'm going to sing forever. <laughs> this is what I want to do. Oh, and also the appreciation from the crowd. That was all right. <laughs> the M&M's. Yeah, the M&M's were the main motivation. But I think it gave me, like, confidence. Yeah. 
So being like, oh, other people also think I'm good at this. Because that's what I think chocolate and music go hand in hand. <laughs> that's why the Aria is a pyramid. They're, they're resembling a Toblerone. You know? <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't even make sense. Toblerone's not a triangle. Really pointy ch- Toblerone. Yeah. <laughs> they were resembling a Toblerone. Um, was, there, was there anyone early on that like encouraged you or was it like a, a family? Yeah, she said mum and dad. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, <laughs> no, no. no, but they weren't like, you should stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, did they say that? No, no. <laughs> might... but in, in the... They've contacted See, Goxie. <laughs> when, when you're a young emerging artist, people not saying stop, that's, that's as good as encouragement. <laughs> My first seven or eight years of comedy was just my parents being like, can you drive a forklift? Or <laughs> Mum's like, get a forklift license. <laughs> Did you it, get that forklift license? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, that, so that now I can bloody pick up all my award. I don't know. <laughs> all my comedy awards. A forklift. I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm hijacking that again. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, back to the t- back to the journey talent quest backgrounds sort of thing, and then um, so uh, can you remember like first um, kind of like recording, wanting to record stuff or anything like that? Um, so I think the reason when I was really little, I wanted to be like Hannah Montana. The and then, not As so in, much the split personality. Or you wanted Billy Ray Cyrus to be your dad. <laughs> and Dolly Parton to be my godmother. Yeah. Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. true. How cool is that? This this podcast is going to become the uh, finding out details about Dolly Parton and my... Dolly Parton yeah. trivia. That's I have awesome. a lot of Dolly Parton trivia. But, um... Yeah, I was. I really liked watching Hannah Montana, and I was like, I want to be like Hannah Montana, like a big pop star. And then like the teenage doubt kicked in a few years later, and I was like, that's not a real job. I don't know anyone that does that. I could never do that. Mm. I'm not good enough. And then I um, found Tom All Day's music, and I was like, oh, like I love how honest this guy is. Mm. I see a lot of myself in him. Maybe I could do something like this. And then weirdly, the world just like pushed both of us into each other's lives and I went to one of his shows and I was like wow I have this feeling that I'm gonna be at airports with him yeah <laughs> that's so awesome because um I actually known Tom for years because he did a bit of stand-up yeah. I don't know if you've seen it he was actually very funny and um, so funny yeah bastard <laughs> I'd like to just I'd like to be just good at rapping or comedy and <laughs> he's good at both <laughs> no um yeah, he's a really nice guy too. Talking about the whole like looking back on years ago, past life sort of thing. He, when um, I remember back when he did the comedy, like before he'd started the rapping and I was in Brisbane, I was talking to a few other um, comedians about like, you know, like let's let's try and get this guy to tour up here, you know? Like this is very like DIY kind of approach. I was like, oh, We'll chip in for, for a plane ticket or you can stay at my place. It never happened. but uh, That's so cool. Yeah, and it was just like that was excitement. That was when like you go from just because you start off doing like local gigs, spots at pubs to like let's try and make something of this kind of thing. And mm. But, yeah, he's a great guy and um, we've also run into each other heaps over the – over the journey. So. Is he a great guy though? Because remember that day I picked you up from the Perth airport 
I was telling Tom about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, we drove past him too. Oh, <laughs> bastard. He <laughs> didn't he, call you, did he? Because he probably, he probably knew I'd eat everything at the lounge. You know? <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> we did get me in a spilt milk. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so now I mean, he's made eating. up for that. He yeah. felt so bad about driving past you. <laughs> and I did. I did an episode of his uh, chef series where he cooked vegan sausage rolls for me. So yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> How were they? Good. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I will eat most anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from like seeing his concert and like getting inspired by it. Did you just start, you started making your own stuff in like garage band and stuff yeah, like that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. And then I kind of emailed it to a few people and then it just went from there. And then I uploaded it to like Triple J Unearthed. And then, yeah, with each song, it kind of like unlocked a new level of like, oh, this is an actual <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's obviously um, internet isn't new. Like it's been around <laughs> 20 years or something, give or take. But it is, <laughs> it is a very exciting time. Since it's been around, that you, you can kind of put your stuff out. Yeah, um, well, I don't know what you spend, but it's most people say it's relatively cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, was Unearth kind of like the platform that sort of launched you a bit? Or? Yeah, it was like SoundCloud and Unearthed. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, Unearthed was really supportive mm. for the first few steps. And and getting mates to to call in and request. Was. <laughs> <laughs> What's that really cool song? I'm not sure who they are. <laughs> ah, that, Did yeah. you ever do a bit of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you love you love hearing your name when you make a request. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell, they said my name. <laughs> one of my like biggest things was like Mick Malloy, like a comedian, used to have a radio show, and I called in one day. And I've, got, I've still got like a recording of it on my phone that someone recorded. And it's like he's talking to me on the yeah. radio. <laughs> it's like, it's so and stupid. then your mate's like, "That could be any band." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "There's not many bands around." Like, <laughs> nah, it is. It's cool, um, and I love seeing like people doing well and stuff and and like there's negatives of the internet with like tall poppy and losers commenting shit (laughs) but they're gronks there yeah there's definitely no gronks on this yeah but um I guess um yeah and did it it kind of take a while to sink in where it's like this this is cool this is like yeah, or you just wait, whatever happens, happens. Suddenly. Yeah, every time something happened, I'm like, sick, what's the next thing? Yeah. Just at the beginning, I was like, um, I put my first song out when I was like just finishing high school and I was like, I don't want to go to uni. Like I want something else that makes sense. Yeah. So I was just trying really hard from the get-go to like make it a legit thing. And it's so, it must feel so good because um, it's like, an idea, a song is an idea you've made from scratch. It's not like you took it from anything. And it's the same with us with our awesome jokes. They've been where like when someone laughs at it, <laughs> fuck yeah. I thought of that. I thought of the, that was my idea to stick it to the government. <laughs> <laughs> stick it to the fat cats on Spring Street. You know? That's a Victorian reference. Um, yeah. Um, we hate we're. No gronks, no fat cats. Yeah, that's our two main beliefs here at I'm All Ears. Um, Yeah, awesome. Um, And so it's all just been growing and growing and um, done some amazing things. Um, 
Late Night with James Corden. That was fantastic. Thank you. What, yeah, that was so great to see on that. How, can you tell us a bit about that? What was the whole experience like? It was really, it was much easier than I thought it would be. I thought it would be really, really scary and stressful. But actually, like... Like coming on this? Yeah. Oh, I was more nervous with this. <laughs> um, but actually, like, everyone... I had this fantastic band for the show, and they, like... I thought it would take heaps of rehearsals. So it wasn't anyone you knew? Were they, they just got given, no. like, a, a house band sort of thing? Well, it was, it was not a house band, but it was... Um, they wanted a live band rather than just a DJ for yeah. was it the just TV some, thing. Was it just so, like they put it on air task and need some music? <laughs> just get some local. Was it LA, wasn't it? Was it yeah, LA? it was yeah. in LA. And, <laughs> yeah. and you get to like hang, hang out in the green room. And, like, yeah. yeah, they had like a vegan ice cream backstage. Oh, awesome. It was so good. I had so much. It was really nice. And James Corden was so cool. Yeah. yeah. He was so cool. He came and um, had a chat before. The show, and I was so blown away with like how genuine and warm he was. And he had just had the craziest day. Like, it was around the time of the California fires. Yeah. And at like 4 a.m. that morning, he and his family had had to be evacuated. And then he was like wow. working the whole day. And this was in the afternoon. And then, but he was just like so honest and like lovely. Yeah. It was I think really um, nice. in any kind of scene, you got people too cool, want to be cool. And with us, with comedies, like, I don't know. If, no one hates him, but I think it's just like he's seen as kind of like plain or yeah. vanilla. I shouldn't say vanilla. I like vanilla as a flavor, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, like bland, plain. But it's like he's fine. I was, I was telling, um, I was excited when you said you want to do this and telling my daughters because oh. like he's one of the voices in um, this movie I watch with them. Which um, movie? This this is going to show how bad of a dad. Is it I Peter get. Rabbit? No, no, it's the. There's like a abdominal snowman or something in it. Frozen? No, not that. <laughs> I know Frozen. Oh, uh, um, uh, Smallfoot. Yes, Smallfoot. Small yeah, no, I thought of it then eventually. <laughs> but Is yeah, he's Smallfoot. Like, yeah, he's the um the voice of like the English guy that wow. finds the. Have you seen it? Or I not? haven't seen it, but I he's really, like the really main guy that it. finds the um whatever they are. Abdominal. I can't say that. Uh, abominable snowman. Snowman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, the Bigfoots, we'll call them that. The Bigfoots. <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So hopefully many more of those to come. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do it, when you said like it, it was better than you thought, it was it kind of like just like playing any other show? Like when you, once you started playing the music, it kind of felt natural? Um, well, it was a little bit weirder because there were lots of cameras and yeah. I'm like not natural in front of cameras. Yeah. And like, if you're doing like a live show, concert, mm. whatever you guys call it. <laughs> we say show. Well, Ben does co- comedy concerts. No. <laughs> no. Um, like when you do that, it's like, you know, your set is what, like 11, 12 songs or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, this one doesn't work. The others yeah. <laughs> can redeem. There's always but, like, uh, you know, there's something coming up that people are going to like. Yeah. So it's like, I just have to get through this one and then it's going to be fine. So it must yeah. be weird on those shows where it's like, give us one song and it's like, it's all resting on that. And plus it's like recorded. So it's like trapped forever. I think everyone knows what <laughs> recorded means. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah, a lot of... Pre- um, someone was talking about... Um, I don't know what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was that recovery doco. You're probably too young for recovery, but the old show on ABC. That, But comedians were on it talking about how hard it was for them because they, when you used to do a, um, a set of stand-up on it, you couldn't face the audience. 
Really? And the audience were behind you. <laughs> what? Yeah. So those kind of shows have weird little... But you didn't have anything like that. You were like, the audience were facing you. Yeah. Was it, was it, <laughs> but it wasn't like... No, because studios aren't always like what you see, hey? Yeah, and it's So true. I wasn't sure if there's like a huge gap between you and the audience. There was a bit of a gap, but you could see them. But there were cameras in front of the people. Yeah. But also some behind the people. So it do was you, like a bit funny. Do you have a, any weird experience? Like what's the weirdest show experience? Was there ever a show like that where there was a huge gap between you and the audience? Like, um, I mean, I haven't done many TV things, but there's definitely been like weird. I feel like the weirdest concerts and the hardest ones are... At, right at the beginning when you don't know anything and yeah. also it's the small crowd so it's I feel like when it's a smaller audience it's way harder because yeah well like when um when I took the girls to see you at St Kilda Festival those kind of things you you must be thinking like I wonder I wonder who here knows me kind of thing mm. or is it like you and you're like is there like grannies out there and yeah nothing wrong with grannies but I mean <laughs> just people who would like yeah because like we get those gigs where it's like Instead of, I love the shows when people have come along and know me and because you get ones like no one knows you. So it's like, they're probably not into what I do because <laughs> it's pretty niche. And yeah. like early on, was it like sort of like it's hard kind of getting the audience engaged because they might not know you so much, but now it's kind of better because they're all your fans kind of thing. And they already know the songs and yeah. they want to sing along. But yeah, when it's at the beginning and it's like, there's so there's less people and you can see all their faces and you can see them have, they have their arms <laughs> crossed and yeah. they don't know any of the music. And like, there's so few people in the room that you actually have to bring the energy. Whereas when it's like a big festival, it's like, they're already having a good time. Yeah. You're, you don't really, it doesn't really matter what you do on stage because they're having a good time, you know? Yeah, I remember like years ago supporting this band at the corner and we were the opening band and sort of going like, hey, stick around for the other bands. Like, no one was going to leave after us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was about to go, but <laughs> that local guy told me to stay. Yeah. <laughs> that guy didn't know any of his songs. He told me to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> the word, um, I've seen some shockers, shocking setups, and that make it really hard for the performer. One of the hardest things I've seen was um, a few years ago at Splendor in the Grass. The first, you know, the first band when it's like at twelve and that, because it was so muddy. I think it was Bad Dreams from Adelaide, but mm. it um, anyway because it was so muddy, they weren't letting it, anyone come up to the front part. Whoa! So there was. And it's already a big gap. You know that main stage? Yeah. So it's already, you've got, even when people can go at the front, there's already like 15 metres or something. I don't know. Mm. I'm not a bloody <laughs> stage designer, whatever. <laughs> but because of, so it was that whole front bit where the mosh pit goes. Oh, they no. weren't allowing people there. So that people were just on the hill. So it was like 100 metres or something between. I'm like... Yeah, you're still playing a cool vest, but yeah, it would have been brutal. It's hard to get a vibe going with 100 metres between you and the audience. I've heard about bands playing like 11.38, like when gates open and no one, because they, you know, the gates take ages to get people through and no one's there. But they can't be like, I'm going to (laughs) wait. Because, you know, there's like really tight schedules for those first. (laughs) That would be so tough. I don't miss 
playing like at those times. It's so hard. The side stages and all that. Um, yeah. Do you, like, I guess now that you've got crowds that kind of know you, do you get a, like a kick out of people like knowing your songs and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Like, my favorite bit of the shows is the bits where I, I'm not singing and everyone else is singing. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves Smoker. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to leave the mic here. I'm going backstage uh, <laughs> for a dart or something. <laughs> it's literally the best bit. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was I was on a plane once and, and one of your songs came on. That was awesome. Oh, on a Qantas. That's yeah. so cool. I was like, is she behind me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking around. Like, are, you, are you sitting behind me singing or something? <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anything else you'd like to talk about? I think we've covered some. Um, <laughs> what do you have coming up next? Are you, are you back to LA soon or? I'm going to go back to America next month. Awesome. But I'm going to go to the studio this afternoon and I'm going to be in the studio for a couple of weeks because um, I'm trying to make my album. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. First album. So it's a bit scary, but it'll be good. Yeah. And then just some it's festivals. Traps on re- <laughs> it's recorded traps. It's never going to escape. <laughs> if, any, if anyone listening takes anything out of this. Is it, episode, um, I've taught you about <laughs> what recording means. <laughs> it means songs and sounds and vision are trapped. <laughs> on a, yeah. um, is it part of a different experience, like working on your own stuff, like by yourself now? Do you have a bit of a team that you work with now? Or? Uh, I do a lot of it on my own now. Yeah. But I also really like working with other people. But when I do that, it's usually only like one other person at a time. Oh, that's cool. So I really like having my own like room to experiment and like Mm. sing bad and stuff and no one has to hear it, but I also get distracted quite easily. So So good to have someone to like keep you on. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, um, a lot of old farts like me that I was talking earlier about, um, people missing the the good old days, golden days. But one thing (laughs) I wanted to ask with you mentioning album is, um, a lot of old farts like me complain about like, because now people like shuffle or whatever. Yeah. iPod shuffles. <laughs> no, <laughs> like shorter attention. Yeah. So I just wondered if um, when you do your album, if, if there'll be like, is, will there be like, like thought goes into like, like where tracks go and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm one of those. Will there be some skits? <laughs> you know, like on a nineties rap scene. You can be in a skit. Oh, awesome. <laughs> that, that's what he was getting up. To. Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason I was like, oh, you know those ones that are like the answering machine? I'm like, Hello. You Hi, your reach. pizza's ready. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm one of those people that has the short attention span and like puts things on shuffle. So it's really, I'm going to be using my brain a bit differently to make this album. Yeah. Cause I've only done EPs because I, I don't even, even when I do an EP, it's not like I'm not making, I'm not in the studio thinking, okay, I'm making an EP. I'm like, I'm making a song at a time. Yeah. yeah. And then I have a collection of songs that I want to put together. So I, at the moment, it's still like the, I'm making the skeleton of the album. So I don't really know how it's all going to fit together yet, but yeah. Hopefully it fits. <laughs> I guess like when you start out, like an album like seems like such a big thing to do. Like, and so like a lot of new bands are like yourself, you're just releasing like a song at a time, see how that goes. Mm. And like, it must be a different experience. Kind of like, how's someone going to listen to this whole thing? How are they going to receive it? Like going through that? Is that kind of a different experience for you? Like, Yeah. So- but I guess you also have to, you kind of have to be like, well, I mean, you don't have to, it's 
it's a personal choice whether you like make things for other people or make them for yourself. Yeah. Cause sure. you can't control how other people receive things mm, or yeah. interpret things. You can only control whether you're happy with them or not. Yeah. And I think that's, that's like, it must be kind of a cool mindset to be into. Like, just like, I'm just going to make sure this is something I love. Yeah. And hopefully other people will see it my way. Yeah. And I like to think I have good taste. So, if, <laughs> <laughs> so if I like it, it's probably good. <laughs> Worked well so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sometimes I'll, I'll say a joke, it gets no laugh. It's like, well, rack off. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. It's all that matters. No. <laughs> Well, it's worked well for both of you. You're doing yeah. your own thing and it's kind of like worked out. Yeah. 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 You don't want to be a fake because we, well, there's one thing or, we hate or, here. Or I'm doing three it. things we hate <laughs> in on this podcast. There's no grunts. I'm doing it. <laughs> Fat cats and fakes. Yeah. yeah. And also Goxie had a go at grannies. So. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have, I'm going to have all these people writing, hunting me down. Yeah. And, um, do you, do you get a lot of, do you get messages from like like fans saying like oh that means so much to me it changed my life yeah, or, or is I it do. just me sending those messages <laughs> that was just about the virgin uh, lounge hi <laughs> it's Goxie your biggest fan just you want you to know um, I really love that toasty <laughs> it saved my life no but in all seriousness um, I do get in all messages seriousness, like that yeah because all jokes aside, um, some of my favorite bands and stuff did get me through some really tough times. And, um, thankfully I grew out of like when they toured, like I, at one point I would have gone up to them and said it to them and it's like, but it's like, makes it super awkward. Um, but uh, yeah, I used to do that. <laughs> used to say like, oh, you, you got me through a really tough time. It means a lot. And then I realized that's a big burden to put someone <laughs> Because that must have been a pretty surreal experience, like being a fan all day and then like being mates with him now kind of thing. Like, yeah. Does that seem weird to you now or it's just normal? <laughs> at, at first I was like, this is bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> now you've heard him like, bop, burp and fart. You've heard, you've heard him do the first bop in the world. <laughs> this is what happens when I talk too much. I start inventing words. I did another bop. <laughs> I meant to say burp and fart. I got a bit excited. I'm not trying to... If you're listening, Tom, I'm not trying to say you're rude or you're burp and fart in front of you. It's just... Uh, he does. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> we got it recorded. It's trapped. Now he's really going to drive past me in time he sees it. It's all about being sausage rolls. Yeah, that's it. Um, awesome. So you got the album coming up. Back to LA to finish it off. Is that where you're going to finish it up? or? I think, try- I don't know. I'm going to do a lot of it here. Awesome. But it probably won't be done mm. in two weeks. So I'm sure I'll work on it over there as well. Just wherever. Something I, I wanted to ask you, this isn't about you. This is a bit cheesy um, since we're comedians. What, can you, what are your like thoughts on comedy and in general and us <laughs> um yeah just that like Thoughts are you into comedy. comedy or anything or do you yeah. like me <laughs> <laughs> i really like you oh, boxy you. <laughs> right you can turn it off now that's I just wanted to have it on uh, recorded, <laughs> trapped forever. That's I really like, like you boxy no. more <laughs> <laughs> No but yeah cuz you know comedy's got that 
it's got a bit of a rap about it, especially like live comedy. People think it's going to be someone going like, what do you do for a living? And, mm. and in reality, we don't care. What <laughs> As long as they buy a ticket. As long as they spend real money. We don't care what your job is. Yeah, I love comedy. I have to say, like, I feel like I don't know the names of very many comedians. But, <laughs> but I really like me. it. Same as me. <laughs> I feel like comedy I really is, like it. in Australia is kind of like, it's pretty small compared to, like, what it's like in mm. the States. Like, like that thing, it's like you were saying, like, you can only do so much in Australia before you've yeah. got to, like, go out. Like, and I guess comedy is like a bit, like you are saying, like, yeah. are we too localised? Are the references... The problem like, is all you musos ruin it for us with all your funny <laughs> social medias. And all that, like. No, like, I follow heaps of them and some of them do a better job than a lot of comedians. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like you said, like, so many, like, people know you as a person now. Like, that must be cool to, like, people listen to your music, but they also know you what you like as a person. Like, you're mm-hmm. not just a faceless musician is that like kind of cool to be able to interact with your fans like that it is yeah Yeah, it is really cool social media is like a bit of a fun game to me like I don't take it very seriously but I also take it very seriously because it's like I want to see like how much of a reaction I can get with certain (laughs) things so I'm like if I word it like I'm always thinking like how can I word this perfectly (laughs) (laughs) or like and how can I punctuate this so people will like me? (laughs) You know, just like it's just really interesting because people communicate so differently and there's like really mm. specific things you can do I think that people, make it easier yeah. for people to connect yeah and, and people really love if you make the effort to like because sometimes you're not up for it you're like, I can't be bothered talking a bit <laughs> if you make the effort to like chat and you know and I, you know I made the mistake of uh, um leaving it up to request for people what I should do. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, drive, ride a skateboard off of a building or something. <laughs> no, nah, but, um, yeah, no, nah, it's cool. Cool. All right. Well, we might wrap it up there, but uh, thank you very much for coming. Yeah, thanks so much. It's been fun. Um, so look out. When's the album going to come out? Hopefully sometime this year. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. And like I said, uh, we'd love to see you here, but hopefully uh, things keep going nuts worldwide that thank you. you don't have to be in this smelly place for my no, no, no. <laughs> Australia if you're listening I'm sorry <laughs> thank you so much for having me yeah. no thank you and uh, we, you can check Goxie out on the skits on your album <laughs> <laughs> track for Goxie yeah. interlude <laughs> it'll be a very hidden track <laughs> I really want to do a Goxie interlude <laughs> yeah. you should like just like like a really hidden thing so it's like it's just like so hidden yeah, on the album it's just like me just going, What's up? <laughs> and then you take 50% of yeah. everything well it's like Friends of Rom had a skit on an album where it was like the first track and then you go back yeah less than that, that was the secret track very cool to find out about Can't that, do that <laughs> gentrification yeah no whatever <laughs> uh, cool Goxie thank you very much for coming down yes Morat, thank you Grace, Grace. Um, anything to talk about, Goxie, or we're all good? I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you have any shows you want to plug or anything? No. Not yet that no. I can think of. Just check the album yeah. out when it comes out, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, that's been another episode of I'm All Ears. Yes, thank you for listening. Thank you to our guest, Morat. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye.